You're listening to Real People of Orange County, and I'm your host, Kimberly Martin. This show is a fun and informative look inside the lives of Orange County's best and brightest. These are people who serve their community in a meaningful capacity on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Well, welcome to Real People of Orange County. I am your host, Kimberly Martin, and this show is dedicated to highlighting people in our community that have given a meaningful contribution to their local community. And we're excited to have in the studio today two lovely ladies from a delightful historic North Santa Ana neighborhood called Floral Park. I did not know about Floral Park, so these ladies are going to be in the studio to tell us about some of this neighborhood's traditions and some of the special features that make Floral Park a place that you might want to visit. Uh, ladies, I have in the studio uh, Sandy DeAngelis and Cindy Wilsey, and I'm excited to talk to you about what you're doing because you're carrying on a tradition that's been going on for 21 years in your neighborhood. Uh, welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming. So, Sandy, you are a real estate agent in Floral Park, and you have been uh, helping this neighborhood put on a home and garden tour for 21 years. Yes, and this neighborhood um, has is in well actually this the, this is coming up this weekend this is April twenty seventh and twenty eighth that Floral Park is having their twenty first home and garden tour. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And Cindy, how many years have you been participating? I have been helping homeowners for ten years. Okay. But you've lived also in the neighborhood. I have for lived in the neighborhood. That years. Uh, no, actually, it's been twenty six years. Twenty six years. Mm-hmm. Now, both of you moved into the neighborhood in nineteen eighty six. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. That's correct. Uh, interesting. But you haven't. You didn't meet right away, right? No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it must be a really big neighborhood. You have six hundred homes. Yes. In your neighborhood, mm-hmm. it takes a while to um, to get around to the neighborhood, right? Well, what? and the neighborhood has really changed too since you know I moved into it. It was. Not as many families. It was a lot of older people that lived there, and now it's really made a huge transition. I mean, there's a lot of young people moving in, and, you know, we have um, our gay friends that have moved in, and the homes are just changing, and everybody's got pride of ownership, and it's just, it's a really fun, beautiful neighborhood to live in. Now, Cindy, um, by way of a proper introduction, she is an interior designer and kind of the resident interior designer for the home tour, wouldn't you say? Well, I am right now. Yes, thank Very you. Very lovely. Uh, your company is Designs by Cynthia Dalton Wilsey. That's correct. And uh, you kind of got your start in interior design because of the home tour, that wouldn't you correct. say? That is correct. Yes, I have been doing interior design for a long time, but I really kicked off my business um, the year that I was on the home tour, um, which was, gosh, was that nine years ago, I guess now. And um, I had my business cards all printed up and I had friends and family working in my home. And when people would come through and comment on, you know, oh, I love the paint. I love what she's done, blah, blah. Um, We were passing out business cards right and left. And it just really kind of took my business to the next level, which is great because I don't really advertise. It's just pretty much word of mouth. So it's been it's been really great for me. And I really appreciate it. Okay, good. Well, I want to break our conversation up in a couple different sections. First, I want us to talk about the neighborhood itself. And then second, I want to talk about the home tour and why it's such an important part of your neighborhood. I am reflecting about a time when my husband and I spent a year 
living in Australia. Mm-hmm. And we were lucky enough to, with the business that we were there for to travel all around the country. And every time we would drive into a new city, there would be a sign outside of town that said, a tidy town. And then we would drive them to a next city and it would be a very tidy town. <laughs> That's cute. And I noticed that there were some really special distinctions that this country was giving their neighborhoods that were doing some significant things to make their neighborhood uh, clean and special. And it, it seems to me like Floral Park is one of such places. Can you talk to me, Sandy, a little bit about the neighborhood and what are some of its special features? Sure, I'd be glad to. First of all, the neighborhood was built about the 20s and then between 1920 and 1930 and the houses were built by a lot of people returning from World War One who'd seen Europe and been all over and seen things that had not been built in California and so it's very similar to South Pasadena and Hancock Park oh, it nice. has English tutors it has Spanish it has Mediterraneans we have one house built by the Maharaja of, of India in 1937 which is very, very unique. And uh, every house is custom. There are no two houses exactly alike. So each house has its own features and its own flair. And over the years, people have done improvements and changes to them. So there are definitely no houses exactly alike anymore. And also, as Cindy was saying, at one time, their neighborhood was when I came into the neighborhood, it was more of an older neighborhood. A lot of the original owners were still living there. And since then, we've had so many new families move into the neighborhood that now we have a neighborhood association, which is called the Families of Floral Park, which is basically having to do with family activities and kids and that kind of thing. And we have just a broad range of people um, uh, in the neighborhood. Now, you, in an earlier discussion, you draw a distinction between a neighborhood association and what would be the other... Homeowners a homeowners association. association. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to us a little bit about that. Sure. Uh, a lot of people in Southern California, especially, are very familiar with homeowners associations. And the homeowners association has a um, is a entity that has power and control over the neighborhood. They can make you. They can make a decision about what color you paint your house, uh, what kind of shutters you have on the house, what kind of roof you have on the house. In a neighborhood association, it's formed by the neighborhoods, and it's only run by the neighborhood. There's no property management company, and there are no dues. It's a five, Our association is a 501c3, and so all the money that's given by the residents is um, a contribution, and we recommend that people give $25 a year, and that offsets some of our printing costs and that sort of thing. We have a pride of ownership that I think supersedes a neighborhood a homeowners association because people keep their houses nice because they care about their houses, not because they're required to or they're going to get a ticket if they have peeling paint. Uh, so you're saying uh, maybe a homeowners association is, is a little bit more of a, a governing body that kind of keeps people towing the line, and a neighborhood association is a, maybe a voluntary participation? Yes. It, well, if you live there, you're a member of the neighborhood association. Okay. So you are a member. And our mission is to, one, keep the neighborhood wonderful as it is, but also to interact with each other. That We have a whole mission statement in our board, and we have a board of directors, and it's all volunteers. And But our mission statement has to do with the camaraderie and the friendships among the neighbors, as well as keeping the neighborhood beautiful. 
Okay. Now, Floral Park was the recipient of a NUSA award. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, that was pretty exciting. We didn't even know there was such a thing as the Neighborhood of the Year. Neighborhood of the Year yes. award, mm-hmm. okay. We had no idea, and uh, the mayor, who actually lives in the neighborhood, actually came to us and said, you guys should uh, run for the Neighborhood of the Year and we had no idea what that was. The mayor of Santa Ana? Mayor okay. of Santa Ana. Mm-hmm. All right. And so um, so we did put together a, a PowerPoint presentation and went to the um, uh, the NASA, what is it? NUSA. Yeah, NUSA. Neighborhoods uh, of um, USA. Yes. Uh, so we went and applied, and we won, and we were stunned. And we won basically because, I think, I mean, from what we gathered, because we do all of our things as volunteers. We have no corporate sponsor. So we put on this home tour, which draws about 2,500 to 3,000 people a year Mm -hmm. successfully um, and is a wonderful, wonderful trip to Mayberry every year for everybody. But we do that all with volunteers. There's no paid staff. There's no one um, um, funding us from the outside. It's just us. It's just your group mm-hmm. of folks. Mm-hmm. Now, over the years, have do you have participants that have, that you can say have been doing this since its inception of the Neighborhood Association? Oh, you know, then our volunteers are incredible. I mean, it's never... She, she says with a twinkle <laughs> in her eye. It is, there's never one woman, a one-man show here. We have people like Nikki Curran, who's been handling the docents for nearly 20 years. And that's like coordinating 125, 150 people in the houses because in the home tour, each house has three to five to seven people in the house every during the whole tour. So that's four shifts. So that Oh, that's true. Okay, so let's back up really quickly because now we're on to mm-hmm. the topic of the home tour. Mm-hmm. The home tour is something you do once a year. And what you offer to uh, the recipients of a ticket is that they can come into the home tour and they see five to six homes maybe each year? Usually it's six to eight. Oh, six to eight. Um, okay. Well, Nikki said if I have or had nine again, she'd quit. Uh, I don't blame her. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in addition to the homes, we have gardens. So separate ha- from uh, the homes, so you'll homes, have uh-huh. some homes, and then you'll feature some gardens right. at separate properties. And a lot of the houses will show their garden at the same time. Okay. But then we have some houses that just have their garden on the tour. So we'll have, it's a walking tour, nice. and it'll be north of Santa Clara or south of Santa Clara each year. And you'll walk by houses that are, you know, on display, plus the neighborhood in itself. In addition to that, while you're walking around, you'll see individual little signs throughout the neighborhood, and those are for the architectural houses that are on the historical registry. Okay. Now, let's do a little geography Mm -hmm. here. Where exactly is the neighborhood? We are the very north end of Santa Ana. Okay. And that would be marked by which streets? We're north of 17th. Okay. And south of Riverside. South of Riverside. Mm-hmm. So it's that little neighborhood you go to right as you exit Main Place Mall. If you, if exactly. you, if you get into the wrong little spot and you don't get onto Main Street, right. you end up in that delightful little what you're calling is Mayberry, right? Right, Mayberry. <laughs> and, and if you want, I mean, a lot of people have found the neighborhood as residents by getting lost, coming, find, trying to find Main Place. Right. They come or out. downtown. That's right. Mm-hmm. They get stuck somewhere mm-hmm. delightfully in the middle mm-hmm. and they find your neighborhood. So... When you say Mayberry, let's talk really quickly about what some of those qualities are that make up Floral well, Park. The thing that always pops in my mind is that clip from Leave It to Beaver. When Beave 
and his brother were walking down the street. It's that kind of a neighborhood. There's always somebody walking on the street. There's always people walking their dogs, walking their babies. We actually have lots of people pushing baby carts around. I mean, nice. it, people jogging. People actually, attorneys actually run from downtown from the courthouse because we're about 17 blocks from the courthouse and run a circuit up around Sharon Road and back down. It's a, they have it timed out exactly how far it is because it's so beautiful to walk and drive through that neighborhood. Okay. And so name some of the streets that you have in your neighborhood that people might recognize. Well, the first one to enter on is Victoria Drive. Okay. And now, it's, is it a gated community? No. Oh, no, it's nice. all it's all open. Mm-hmm. Open, and that's yeah. not typical in Orange County anymore. No, no most it's everything not. is mm-hmm. hiding behind a gate. Mm-hmm. So, okay, go ahead. With and Victoria, then Heliotrope, and Greenleaf, and Ross, and Flower, and Santa Clara is in the center. Then okay. we have Riverside and North Park, and Bonnie Bray and Benton. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, is Helio? trope also in the neighborhood or is that yes okay Mm -hmm. and then do you have a school in your neighborhood we have a school just outside of our neighborhood okay Mm -hmm. it's called santiago elementary school santiago elementary and um and being a real estate agent Mm -hmm. sandy you probably know all the stats about the school tell us a little bit about the and it is actually it's located about six or eight blocks outside of the neighborhood in the neighborhood called west floral park okay and um the the school, the Santiago School, is really well known in the school system of, um, of, of California because it is a distinguished school, and nice. it's won more golden bells than any other school in uh, California, to my understanding. And the governors come there at least once or twice to, dis- to deliver the Distinguished School Medal. And oh, we nice. have a gate program, which is very, very successful. Oh, very nice. And now that you said you the neighborhood is really turning over and that you have a lot of young families in your neighborhood now, so mm-hmm. you'll have school-age children playing in the streets. Oh, we have lots of kids. We yeah. have lots of kids. We had one block at one time. I counted 40 kids under 16. Oh, my. Wow. In one block. And you know all of these because this is your <laughs> this is your stomping grounds, right? It is. It is. Very mm-hmm. nice. How long have you been practicing real estate? Uh, since 87. And this mm-hmm. is this is your neighborhood, right? This, this is, is my neighborhood, primary yes. where mm-hmm. you... Mm-hmm. So if anybody wants to know about Floral Park, they would they would come to they can find me Sandy mm-hmm. DeAngelis. Your website is historichomes.com, Is that it correct? Is. Mm-hmm. Okay, and is that because most of the homes in the neighborhood would be considered historic? Do you mean the name of the my website? Yeah, it probably is, but um, uh, I love vintage houses. It's so a passion. It is yours. it is my passion, and uh, I I came to the neighborhood myself as a resident, sure, totally because of the historic quality of the neighborhood. Okay, so that's what drew you in as a resident. Then. Yes, exactly. Okay, exactly. And okay, so now let's take let's go forward to, to to today's time. This weekend, everybody's preparing for the home tour. Let's talk about. Well, well I want to get to some of the great volunteers that you have for sure. But let's sure. talk about how the idea of the home tour came about. Well, about twenty twenty one years ago, um, we looked. Our we had a neighborhood association, but it was huge. It had 3,000 houses in it, and it was so big that it was ineffective. Okay. And we actually went to the city and said, you know, we would like to have an effective neighborhood association. What do you suggest? And they said 650 houses maximum, that you can actually communicate with about 650 houses. So we checked it out, and it wound up being the exact dim- dimensions of Floral Park, okay. which is both sides of Flower, of Riverside Drive, Seven, uh, 17th Street and Broadway. Okay. So those are our boundaries. 
So anyway, we, we had the Neighborhood Association for about a year, and then we thought, we need to do something, you know. To we don't have any money. money or, we don't oh, have okay. any money. <laughs> That's right, because you don't charge you don't charge dues yes. like a typical right. homeowners association does. So we sat down with another neighborhood association in the area who had a successive home tour, a successful home tour, and we went to them. They were Washington Square, so we asked three of the people from Washington Square to come and sit down and talk about how do you do a home tour. And they actually shared with us. They had also shared with us how to form a neighborhood association. And then they came back and shared with us how to do a home tour. Okay. And is a home tour a typical source of revenue for a neighborhood association, or is this kind of an atypical way of going about raising money? It's probably the most successful way of raising money. But lots of neighborhoods have lots of other things that they do, and they do them differently than we do. And that's what makes it, that's what's so nice. Every neighborhood's a little very unique, and the way they go about doing business is unique okay but because we have been successful with the home tour we've been able to do a lot of things in the area that we wouldn't have done otherwise and your revenue is generated just simply through the ticket sales then yes the ticket sales and then we also um have the contributions which offset the administration of the of the neighborhood association okay Mm -hmm. all right okay so each neighbor can contribute to the neighborhood association if Mm -hmm. they would like right Okay. All right. So let's let's go mm-hmm. back to the home tour. Let's talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. You want to chime in, Cindy? Sure. It's it's just a really really fun weekend. Um, in addition to having the homes on the tour and the gardens on the tour, we also have antique cars, which draws a lot of men. They oh, love yes. to see the antique, and women too. But I mean, men don't just necessarily want to go to the home tour. They want to have something to do too. So the antique cars are just you know, really great for guys. And then we have also vendors that come in. There's a lot of antique dealers that come in and a lot of people that, you know, um, make crafts that sell their wares. And there's also food. Um, Tell us about the food. Oh, the food Food is is the Jerry dogs, (laughs) hot dogs. And then we have... um, the lemonade stand. Um, the lemonade stand sounds so unique. It's really cute. Um, we gather the um, citrus fruit actually from our neighborhood. And um, why don't each, you tell? Each of the neighbors, we ask the, the neighbors to gather their lemons and squeeze the juice and freeze it. And oh so my. then we, we constitute it every year for the home tour. And um, and it's a big hit, and it actually they have a, an adorable stand. It was built by one by people in the neighborhood. Quite quite beautiful. It's worth coming to the tour. Just it's to really see the cute. Stand. And just a sample. That's of a Mayberry thing right there. Boy, sure. it sure is. <laughs> it was actually built from the leftover wood from an old fence. Uh, in the cute. neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. how special. Yeah. Now, uh, is there somebody that runs that lemonade stand that's been doing it for years? Yeah, the families of Floral Park run the neighborhood, run oh. the um, uh, lemonade stand. And mm-hmm. do you have a special recipe that you do or don't it's a share? secret. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, it's a secret. <laughs> so you got to yeah, come and taste the yeah, secret recipe. Yeah, you have to come and taste it. And every year it's a little different because the lemons are going to be, they're going to taste differently, how much rain we have and so it's it's very um, very unique, very much the mm-hmm. vintage of mm-hmm. the uh, neighborhood at mm-hmm. the time, right? Mm-hmm. And they also have baked goods and things like that that they sell, as well as um, there's Pico de Gallo, which is one of our local favorite restaurants, and they uh, set up a booth and and then sell food also. So we have lots of food available. Okay, you'll not go hungry. Oh, wonderful. Okay, and what's special about the Jerry Dog? Mm-hmm. Just 
everybody loves them. Everybody they're they're loves smoked them. and it's they're just really yummy. Everybody loves those hot dogs. It's Jerry's wood um, wood burning yes. oven. Mm-hmm. Very wonderful. Yeah, that oh, sounds exciting. Okay, so let's talk about what goes into the home tour. We touched on the docents mm-hmm. and uh, Nikki's crew, right? Right, right. Anybody else that uh, that makes a special contribution of time and effort? Yeah, there are a number of people do. Susan Hart has been working with the vendors since, I think, since the beginning. I can't believe when she didn't run it. I think she's always done the vendors. But she has a really wonderful way of organizing the vendors and making sure that we, we don't have a garage sale. Okay. It's not junk. Yeah. It's it's unique things and unusual things. And there'll be antique um, furniture, small bits. And there'll be antique jewelry. There'll be antique linens as well as hand-blown glass, and we have some painters. So it's all quality stuff. So I mean, you have artisan quality yes, items. Yes, it really at your, is. It okay. really is. And Susan does a wonderful job doing that. Is any aspect of this open to the public, or are these all um, home tour ticket purchasers? Uh, they're actually intended to be home tour ticket purchasers. Okay. Mm-hmm. It right. is on a public street. Yes. So... So if that you snuck mm-hmm. on to buy some lemonade, nobody would be too terribly upset. But the goal is that uh, people the support is, the neighborhood. Yes, yes. It, it is a fundraiser. And the, the, the Families of Floral Park, their lemonade stand, is their major fundraiser of the year. Oh, nice. So they raise their money that they run their organization on from, the home, from that. And then um, we have a lot of people like Beverly Shawworker, who doesn't ever want me to talk about her. But Beverly Shawworker is what I call my brain ah. because she remembers everything. She follows up on all the details. She is that background person who does all that stuff and doesn't want to take any credit for anything. Well, then mm-hmm. it's by, by right we give her some credit. Right. We should. And She's I fabulous. Should, yes, and I should tell you that, that Wanda Marrero has been helping uh, Nikki and has made life so much easier for Nikki because... She's incredible at organizing all these 150 people. Now, are these docents all residents of Floral Park, or no. are they outside individuals? No, they're anywhere. Uh, if you've done a docent, if you've been a docent before, if you've volunteered before, you'll get a postcard. But anyone can be a res- can be a docent. Uh, okay. I think you have to be over 18. All right. And these are people that will stand and protect the property as it's being toured and guide. To, yeah, uh, they do. And they basically are, t- are keeping people moving and flowing and that kind of stuff. And, the and they also tell little tidbits about the house. Like the homeowners will usually have information about some of their antiques mm-hmm. or just the architectural details of the house. And, and they will point that out to people coming through. Because the homes are... Um, are most of the homes on the tour usually the historic homes? There's a mixture. There's a mixture. Yeah, but they're all old. They're the they're the twenties and the thirties built homes. Well, we say old. Oh old yeah. To, old to California. I mean, is twenties um, and thirties. But there That's are some right. houses in the neighborhood that are fifties and sixties. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Very nice. And but I love the I love the vintage quality of the mm-hmm. day. So right. for all those folks that are really interested in all things vintage, mm-hmm. this is a really great place it to find. It is really yourself. fun. Yeah, you can really find some really special things. Now your ticket price is so reasonable; it's twenty five dollars to purchase a ticket. Is that correct? That's pre-sale. Mm-hmm. Okay. On the day of the tour, it's thirty dollars. So Thir- that's well, an that's encouragement to go ahead and and, order and buy your now. ticket. And if you have that ticket, you can come both days. Is that correct? You can. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you don't get through all of them in the first day you can come back and try to get through all the homes uh, by the second day or make a weekend of right. visiting Floral Park. But we usually recommend that people take at least two hours to do the tour. I mean if you don't it, you really need two hours to do the tour 
to see all the houses. You said you do or you don't? We do. Okay. We do. You can spend the whole day, and lots of people come at 10 o'clock oh, and, and don't leave. Oh, and they spend the uh-huh. whole day. And then they yeah. come back the next day mm-hmm. to see mm-hmm. what they missed. Sure. Sure. Now, um, now I w- would imagine that your event is heavily attended by your residents. Is that true? Yes. Okay. What percentage do you think you reach to the general public at large? Uh, probably our neighborhood is one piece of a larger group of neighborhoods around us that are all s- spectacular houses. Okay. So we have about 3,000 houses around us. So if you... Outside of that 3,000 houses, I would think about 25% of the people come from other areas, 25 to 30%. Okay. But I would think 70% of the people either come with somebody from that 3,000 houses or come or live in that neighborhood. Now, um, being in real estate and mm-hmm. being the really the resident expert of Floral Park, do you find this is a, a great place to meet new people that want to move into the neighborhood or are considering it? I, I think it's a great way for people to find out about the neighborhood Okay. Um, because a lot of people come there and never have heard of Floral Park. I have people every day who come into the area and say that they've lived in Orange County for 30 or 40 years and did not know about Floral Park. I, I have to say I'm one of those mm-hmm. people, and, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited Isn't about it amazing? the weekend. It is. Yes. Well, we are excited about it, too. Yeah, I can see why. Now, um, it says that this area was once blanketed by orange, avocado, and walnut groves. Right. I suspect that a lot of those trees are still in people's backyards. We still have a lot of them. We last or lost our last walnut tree last year. Oh, but uh, we had three walnut trees left on Ross. But okay. to my knowledge, we have lost our last walnut tree. But we have a lot of oranges and avocados. Okay, and obviously a lot of lemon trees too because mm-hmm. of the lemonade yes. stand. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Do they sell avocados at the uh, event? You know, sometimes you'll see a kid get inspired and he'll set up his own little stand, which oh, is fine, and sell the that. avocados. That's mm-hmm. cute. Yep. I love that. Wonderful. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about the home tour. Um, can you share with me some some wonderful things that have happened in the past, some stories, some maybe some historic homes that have been on the home tour that uh, people might know about? You mentioned, I think you mentioned well, one of the homes. One of the homes was the, the Maharaja of India's house, but also Roy Russell, who was the premier builder of the area, his house was on the tour a number of years ago, and his daughter who was about nine when he lived there in the 20, I think he built his house in 27, um, came back and was interviewed by my husband, who was on the home tour committee also. His name is Ed Trotter. And he wrote an article in the newsletter about her, about doing the interview with her. And she told what it was like to live in that house. But the mother also was on that Mm -hmm. interview, too. And she had Mm -hmm. wonderful Mm -hmm. stories. Mm -hmm. I was there for Mm -hmm. that interview as well. And it was really, really really fun. And she told what the neighborhood looked like. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, there was nothing. No, That was the only house Mm -hmm. that was, Mm -hmm. you know, on the street there for a while. Well, he owned four and a half acres forward of him. So he built a lot of the houses on those four and a half acres. I see. Mm -hmm. Now, Sandy, I have to comment on the fact, I'm a California girl, you do not have a California accent, and I asked you where you were from earlier, and you said New York, and I thought, well, no. You said, where did you move from? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what it was? Okay. My last move was from Manhattan, but I I grew up in South Carolina. Oh, there's Mm -hmm. where it comes from. Okay. Well, you can take the girl out of South Carolina. But you never, I call it character now after all these years. Oh, well, yes. And I don't know how you haven't managed to adopt the uh, California accent by imitating us all. I think I do. Well, (laughs) it's so so funny. Whenever I find a friend that has a thick accent that, that, you know, I just uh, love and adore 
anything, you know, colloquial. So that's just wonderful for me. But I ask them to imitate the California accent, and I just get some of the funniest reactions. How <laughs> funny. Because they can do it. It's funny. Really? They can imitate yeah. us. And I find that really I'm not funny. a California girl, so I don't <laughs> I don't have that accent. I don't even know what that accent would be. But Cindy, where are you from originally? I'm a Michigan girl. I so can hear that in your you voice. You can? I, a little I don't bit. know what that is either exactly. I guess kind of I don't know, sort of. A little, don't you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, a little of that, I guess so. But yeah, I've lived out here um, 28 years. So came right from Michigan out to California. Most people in California are transplants. Mm -hmm. And I always find it funny to see where they came from. I'm I'm unusual in that most of my family and myself are all native. So, I mean, I suppose I'd have to reach way, way back to find out the ones that aren't. But because eventually, you know, I would find somebody that wasn't from California. But it's interesting. Well, I'm very excited for the weekend. We're going to take a little break. And if you're uh, just tuning in, this is Kimberly Martin's Real People of Orange County, and we're having a delightful visit uh, with Cindy Wilsey and Sandy DeAngelis. We're talking about Floral Park, a beautiful, we'll call it a little bit of a Mayberry, uh, historic North Santa Ana neighborhood that is having a home tour this weekend, April 27th and 28th, and I'm delighted to hear about, um, about your home tour. So we'll take a little quick break. Okay, we're back from our break, and we are having a delightful visit with two Floral Park residents. Floral Park is a delightful neighborhood in North Santa Ana in a historic district. We are walking down memory lane from the standpoint that we are learning a little bit about some of the architectural gems in Orange County. Sandy DeAngelis is here with me, and she is the chair of the home tour that has been going on for 21 years here in North Santa Ana. As I'm looking through the material here, Sandy, this is a delightful work of art that you have put together, obviously through love and labor, and there's been a lot of wonderful, dedicated people that have put some time into this. Uh, two ladies in general that we want to pay a special mention to that uh, designed your beautiful marketing materials. Tell us a little bit about them. Okay. Um, and it is a team effort. It's a big team effort. There's a lot of names in this There's brochure. There's a lot of names in the brochure, yes. yes. Um, Leah Pasco uh, died in uh, December of 2012. A longtime resident of Floral Park? Yes, okay. yes. And she had been the graphic designer for um, the, all of our marketing pieces, for our flyer, and, and for all of our home tour books. She's been the driving force in that forever. And in the last couple of years, she started doing the drawings of the houses, too. And uh, so she actually did the line drawings of the houses. Uh, these renderings are beautifully and artfully done. If anybody has any interest in architecture, this would be a feast for, for somebody in the community sure. that wanted to come and learn a little bit about all the gems here in Orange County. Cindy, can you comment a little bit on this? Well, a great amount of effort goes into, obviously, producing the book and, and, and pointing out in, in the write-ups First of all, naming the style of the homes. And then also in the little write-up, talking about the architectural details of the home um, in, in which the year, you know, like 1926, the things that you would find in, let's say, like a Spanish revival. Those things are pointed out in the write-up so that you're really getting like a firsthand education of what, um, you know, the styles of the homes 
you know, have to offer and what, what they, you know, look like. I mean, it's painting a picture for you by just reading um, the little story right up. So, for example, on this upcoming home tour, you have Colonial Revival, you have uh, Spanish Revival, uh, French Normandy Cottage, mm-hmm. Classic Georgian, mm-hmm. English Tudor and French Tudor. Lots of wonderful examples of somebody who's interested Mm -hmm. in this. And now you work uh, with Ed Trotter to do the write-ups for these. Do you both work a little bit on the research for this, or is this mostly done by... Yes, this is my first year. um, As Sandy had mentioned, Leah had been um, doing these write-ups with Ed. So I was really honored and privileged to be able to, you know, take over a little bit and help. Um, but yes, there were a couple of homes that had some some details to them that I, you know, went online and looked up um, just because I didn't have the exact, you know, name in that particular moment. And I just wanted to make sure that I got them correct. So that when you, you know, you are reading them, you're getting the full descriptions of what everything really, you know, is. It's historically correct. And um, you mentioned in an earlier conversation that the residents of each of these homes have a particular amount of detail that they can add to this part of your your book. Is that true? It is true. I mean, for me as well, when I moved into the house, there were things that um, the homeowner passed on, you know, some of the original things in the house that were there when the house was built. And obviously, some of the things were no longer there. But People have what I have found when I go in and, and talk to them about their homes. They they've done a little research as well. They they're proud to point out, okay, this type of tile was you know original, and the name of it is this, and you know, they they are pretty educated on their homes. They know what's in their houses, and they're glad to point them out to you, which is just a benefit for us when we're writing up the books too, because it just makes it more interesting. And it's again like an education for the people that are coming through the homes. They really know what what they're what participating they're, yeah. in. Mm-hmm. It and just then, adds to the experience. And a lot of the reason they know so much about their houses sometimes is because they're on the historical registry and either they or someone else has researched the history of the house. And if you look on the historical registry, which is on the uh, on the, um, the Santa Ana website, it, there'll be a 20 or 30 page uh, write-up on the house and the history of it and the people who live there. So it's quite extensive. How they, much it costs uh-huh. to build mm-hmm. and just Any all details. the details. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. So oh, it's really it fun. It, it, we have this great thing about people love to know the stories mm-hmm. about the houses, about who lived there and what they did. How and, many owners mm-hmm, there mm-hmm, were. Mm-hmm. and Is all of that on the historical registry? It's on the historical registry in the San, City of Santa Ana website. And is there a link to that um, that portion of their website on your floralpark.com I think it's under one of our favorites under floral-park.com but also um, throughout the neighborhood any house that's on the historical registry will have a plaque in front of it if it's on the south end as it is this year each house that's on the historical registry will have a plaque in front of it designating what the name of the house is and, and, and what year it was built so people can at least know that that house is on the historical registry. Okay, very nice. Now, I'm looking at a beautiful book here, mm-hmm. and it looks like through the years you've um, you've managed to put together some a pretty artful book that I- each ticket holder will receive when they come. Uh, tell us a little bit about how this, how far this has come. Oh, great. Um, for years and years and years, Anne Berkeley was our um, 
artist in residence, and she did drawings for the houses for, oh, I don't even know, 15 years or so. And each person who has one of the Ann Berkeley drawings of their house has a treasure. And it's all, she autographed them with the EB. And uh, Emmett, her husband, still lives in the neighborhood. But Ann died uh, a number of years ago. And that's uh, when Leah started doing the drawings. So the two of them together really brought this along. Sure. And one of the nice things was it has been handed from person to person. Like Leah has been doing the book for quite some time, for years. But when she died, we were left, and this was in December. Right. And Ron Romain and his wife, Robin, picked it up. Uh, we, we put out an appeal on our website and on our, on our email blast. And Ron and uh, Robin picked up the book and did this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful presentation, and it's just astounding. And um, they are very humble about not claiming any uh, save-the-day but they definitely save the day. They save the day for they the group. They save the day. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Now, I contacted originally Linda Schulte. She oh. does your publicity. <laughs> <laughs> she what, is what the queen. A, what kind of an effort is this for Well, her? Linda Schulte is the communicator of the neighborhood. She has been doing four years uh, the um, uh, website maintenance and, and put together. She actually helped design the website. And we actually do have our own website, which is really cool. And um, she's been the webmaster of it for since its inception. And she's also does the PR for the home tour. And no one does home tour website uh, PR better than she does. We are on everything. Oh, We've been, we even made Westways one year. She submits it every year to about 80 or 100 different venues and does a wonderful PR piece. And we've gotten some incredible press out of it. Now, if you enter the website in properly, you'll do it floral-park.com. Yes. Otherwise, you'll end up somewhere on the East Coast. If yes, you, if in you New York State. Keep trying around because we have about six different um, uh, links, link addresses. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I want to mention um, the classic car show that John Richmond and Santiago oh. Martin put together. It's it's pretty spectacular part of your event. Has it always been a part of the event? It has. Um, I think since the very beginning. And uh, Nancy St. Jacques, who's still on the home tour, her husband, uh, Alan, actually started the car show. Okay. And he was a member of many car clubs, so he had friends who would display their cars. I laugh and say that every resident in the neighborhood has a hidden classic car in their garage. <laughs> and we try to get them to pull them out. But Santiago and John... Um, uh, Redmond, Richmond, Richmond, have been doing this very successfully. And we'll have anywhere from 30 to 50 cars on Saturday and Sunday. Oh, my. That's, it, that's a pretty It's a really good show. It's, yeah. it's, it's show, beautiful. Yeah. One year we even had a car that it was a hot rod with a margarita maker uh, on top of the engine. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Wonderful. Well, one of the more interesting aspects is that you also feature gardens. And uh, Susan Wilkie heads that up. What, um, what is so special about the garden portion of your home tour? What Susan does is she does the write-ups. She visits every house that has a, that has a garden featured. And she actually is very wonderful with plants and understands landscaping. So she writes up the feature or the design feature on the gardens. Okay. And uh, how many gardens do you have separate from the homes this time? Well, this year we have six houses, and some of them have gardens included, and we have three separate gardens. Three separate gardens. Okay. And then so so somebody will come through and organize 
um, many other different aspects. What I find so fascinating about your event is it's not underwritten by any particular company. No. I mean, you have a lot of wonderful people that have have um, participated in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you c- you're certainly welcome to mention some of those now, but um, everything is underwritten by some of some of your community members and your neighbors. Right, and one of the nice things is uh, even the neighbors who are new in the neighborhood, like um, Natalie Summerfield, who's only been in the neighborhood a year, uh, came to the home tour meeting, said she'd like to help, and now she and Nancy St. Jacques are handling the advertising for the home tour book, and we try to pay for the book with with the advertising. Okay. One of the people who's been working on the neighborhood forever is Bo Bosinger. He's probably been working on it 20 years. And he's in charge of one of the thankless jobs, the setup and takedown. And he has a crew of guys who just do an incredible job. They pick everything up, they put it out, and they do it impeccably every year. They have it down to a science, Down to a science. And Tom Pataka has been doing the permits and everything you can think of, because we have to get permits to close the street. Yes. We actually closed Victoria Drive this year, so that's a that's a big deal. And he also organizes the um, ticket booth. Um, Stamping everybody sales. in. Yes, the yeah. t- ticket book sales organization. And Ruth Siegel has been working on the home tour forever. She's been in the... She and, um, her husband David had been in the neighborhood for many, many years, and they have. She's in charge of the homeowner appreciation. We give a party afterwards to say thank you to the homeowners because it's a big job that these, they undertake. These are the ones that are lending their homes to right, the effort, opening their houses, yes, and the gardens. And one of the wonderful things is one of our advertisers, the Hacienda. Uh, has been hosting us. We obviously, you know, we pay for that, but you it's just a wonderful there. thing to have the party there. And the Hacienda is a 1920s restaurant. If you haven't been oh, there, I have not it been actually there. is a hacienda. Nice. And you can have all kinds of events there. They have a fabulous brunch. But it's an, an old hacienda and you eat out in the middle or you can eat in any of the rooms and it's encased in a big courtyard. This is in, in Santa Ana? In Santa Ana. Open for business every Open day? Open for business, yes. Oh my, mm-hmm. what a treat. Yes, it is absolutely beautiful. You can even have your wedding there. Oh, that it's sounds so beautiful. Cool. I had, Ed and I were married there. So oh, it's just how great. lovely. Yeah, it's a wonderful family. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, really quickly back to the home tour, Cindy, there's some effort that you go to as a designer in the very beginning when a homeowner commits to putting their home on the home tour. Tell me a little bit about that effort. Well, I get a list of all of the people that are going to be on the home tour, and I send out an email to them and offer my services to do an hour walkthrough and at that point um, you know give them suggestions if they need them problem solve if they have some problems you know anything that they might need to make them feel comfortable to open up their home Um, and then if they would like I'm glad to be hired to go back and stage their home for them which I dearly love to do And, you know, if they want to go down the line a little further and hire me to, you know, purchase sofas or whatever they might need to get ready to go on the tour. Okay, so most of their homes are kind of ready, set, go. This is how how they're... But if they need something, Mm -hmm. we have 630 houses on standby. Ah, and so we, we can borrow furniture. We know where the the stuff is. And so the (laughs) night before the tour, you'll often see... 
tables or chairs or shifting from yeah, one going house from house to, the to house, other. house mm-hmm, lamps, mm-hmm. whatever. And I always tell people, don't worry if your house is not furnished perfect perfectly because once you see it furnished with something that you think you might like, you can make a decision whether you want to buy something to fit that spot. Exactly, mm-hmm. to commit to. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Sort of a, okay. and a sort of a We all sort trial. of help each other. <laughs> we do. We do. And you know what? In, in talking about that, like Rira Knapp started doing communications, and actually what she does is she takes the phone calls from everybody saying, where is the tour? That call from the Internet? The calls from the Internet or calls from the flyers or whatever. She's the number that's published in publications. Oh, that's a big job yes, to let your job. number be uh-huh. out there yeah, exactly, on the Internet. Exactly. Well, we, have, we buy a separate number. For her, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and Blake uh, Anderson is he's the president of the association and he has just been wonderful about doing all kinds of things throughout the neighborhood but this year he's handling the community services net tables okay and we do that as a free service so if you've got an, uh, an organization that you want to have um like Santa and a historical or something like that it's a non it's for nonprofits and that kind of thing and the um the greek church will even have their greek church up in um um Anaheim will mm-hmm. have their event advertised there and we do that as a free service to the public and we also have some wonderful things because we have um, dogs for adoption. We have a neighbor in the neighborhood who has a runs um, love bugs. Uh, she has the love bug branch and she has some of the most beautiful dogs. So if you're looking for a little puppy, it might be the place to go. Floral Park might be the spot. It mm-hmm. might be the spot because they are gorgeous and uh, Stacy. Uh, Olson will do a, a. She displays her dogs beautifully, mm-hmm. and we've also really done cute. Greyhound uh, rescue yep. and other dogs there too. Okay, wonderful. That's a real attraction for the kids too. Oh, oh yeah. I bet. Now, oh, I'm fascinated by what you do with the funds that you raise for this event. It, it, it's a. You're all a pretty generous group, and you you have created five scholarships that you put out there for. Uh, five deserving students. Tell us a little bit about the scholarship uh, funds that you've developed. Well, we have five scholarships that we give. One of them, uh, there's some of them that are given in memory of people and honor of people. But we have five scholarships that are given every year. And um, we ask all the area high schools to send us um, uh, resume, uh, send us uh, essays from their students of why they think they would deserve a scholarship but we give a thousand dollar scholarships to five different students and one of them is also for Santa Ana College um, for someone going oh, very on. Nice. In addition to that we give away money to area charities so if neighbors have some charity that they feel a heart for that's in Santa Ana then they bring it to the sponsorship committee and then we make a have a vote on it and we give away a large sum of money to various charities and large, it seems too large to me, but it seems very nice that we can do that. And we're very privileged to be able to do that. And then we have a neighborhood beautification person who's in charge, of, and that's Darlene Glenn. So he, she's always out there trying to make the neighborhood more beautiful. And we take funds from, we have a set budget that goes to the neighborhood beautification. Everything from the street signs that are unique in our neighborhood that we actually created to maintaining the unique um, light, light, light post. Uh huh. Yes, and um, we also built a park. Oh, we nice. also installed had a, a median install work with the city to install a medium. We've done a huge number of tree replacements throughout the neighborhood, like hundreds of trees that we've replaced. In addition to all these wonderful things that we do, because part of our charge is to build camaraderie, we have 
some incredible parties for team building, family building, neighborhood building. And we have a wonderful Christmas party with a horse-drawn sleigh and Santa, five tons of snow, apple oh cider, hot chocolate, cookies. Come? You can come. It's open, it's open to the public because oh. if it's on a public street, it's, it's, it's open, open to, the, to public. the public. Most of the people who come are neighbors, but, yes. you know, they bring their friends, and you're our friend, so oh, you can come. Yeah. Absolutely. You've got to come check it and out. And we have a chili cook-off in October that's not to be missed, and if you want to enter, it only costs $10, and you can bring your own pot of chili, and you can get judged with the best of us. Oh, yeah, lovely. <laughs> good. Well, this just sounds like a delightful weekend. We are, if you're just tuning in, we're visiting two ladies from the Floral Park Home and Garden Tour. They are in their 21st year. And this is a North Santa Ana neighborhood that has been, well, let's just say they're organized. <laughs> Those chickens are organized. <laughs> and um, ticket sales are going on right now. What I love about it is it's a very reasonable um, event. If you buy in advance, it's $25. It is for Saturday and Sunday, April 27th and 28th. This um, is a rain or shine event, which is, is really an mm-hmm. important thing to put out there because Californians don't know much what to do with rain. It never rains on home tour weekend. That's never, never. <laughs> the event goes from 10 to 4 on both days, Saturday and Sunday. Is there anything else we want to make sure we mention before we go? I do. I want to be sure that people know coming to the gate, and we do have a cutoff for the pre-sale, which is the $25. It's $30 at the gate. Okay, fair so, enough. Mm-hmm. All right. I did. I did and we appreciate that extra $5. Oh, yeah, it goes to a good cause. I bet it does. <laughs> y- you ladies have um, been wonderful today, oh, and I'm you. so happy that I got to have you here in the studio to talk about a delightful event. Something we want to really let people know to get out there and try is, you know, show your families what a neighborhood, what what that true neighborhood spirit is like. I think we've lost some of that. And uh, it sounds to me like Floral Park has done every every measure not to lose that and to share that with the community at large here mm-hmm. in Orange County is truly spectacular. It's what got me to live there. <laughs> I felt home. I felt like I was back in Michigan when I got to that neighborhood. So. Yes, I bet. I bet. What a wonderful gift. And I will buy you a Jerry's dog. I can't wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. And the lemonade. I'm oh, just going it's for a good the lemonade. One. It's yep, it's good. Yes, it is. Oh, well, ladies, thank you so much. It's been a delightful hour that we've gotten to share together. Thank you. to hear about uh, your own little slice of Mayberry here in Orange County. Floral Park, that's floral-park.com. Don't forget to check it out here on Real People of Orange County. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you.